When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Player Profile and Projections. We're finally doing a hitter. I feel like we've been doing a lot of pitchers recently. We're getting back on the position player bump. Well, we were biased. It's my fault. We and were, we're back. Well, we? we are a collective, and we are now doing that's fair. the snack man himself, Daniel Vogel, back. Mm. Vogel snack, if you will. Lean and mean this year. Yeah. Dropped like 30 pounds, I I think. That's a lot of weight. He still looks like Vogelback, which is great because he's very charming, very, very fun to watch. Um, But he's made an approach. He made a change in the offseason, and he's working his way. He bought into the program, and he's looking to make a heavy impact. And sneaky. That wasn't a thing. (laughs) He's sneaky. Very productive for the New York Mets. Yes, he was. righties exclusively. Yes, he was. I mean, if he showed up to camp and he was looking like slim, I wouldn't know how to think about it. Because in my mind, Dan Vogelback's appeal is the fact that he's basically the polar bear behind the polar bear. You know? But... I, I agree with you. It's, yeah. part of, it's part of the charm. Exactly. It's what, it's what I think of when I think of Dan Vogelback. And the fact that he's great... Even if that's the case, because Dan Vogelback was fantastic, as you said, for the Mets, especially down the stretch against right-handed pitching. We're not going to talk about the lefty splits, but for the Mets, after that trade, he, in 55 games, hit six home runs, 25 RBIs, nine doubles, good for an 830 OPS, a 139 OPS plus. And what I forgot about, which I don't know if it's in our notes, I don't know if you detailed it, the Mets traded Colin Holderman to get him. Remember Colin Holderman? I of course I remember Colin. He was good, kind of a good piece. But you good. got a good player back. You got half yes, of, a, uh, of a DH combination, and if you get eight thirty OPS out of your DH, uh, that's pretty fantastic. Again, he's a platoon guy, yep. but that he gave up a um, a bullpen guy, a borderline bullpen guy as Which well. Which I don't even know if Colin Holderman would make the current Mets bullpen. So yeah, probably a good move, honestly. Probably yeah, but move. again, uh, part of, like, again, I love baseball because a guy with my body type and a guy with Daniel Vogelback's body type can play at the highest level of a sport is amazing. Yep. Um, and again, I'm a big fan. Also, apparently, a very good clubhouse guy, which I always love. Mets have a ton of good clubhouse guys, which... Kind of bodes well, I guess. Yeah, and it hasn't always been that way. Right. Uh, they had this Blevins guy that I heard was a terrible clubhouse guy. Too, yeah. uh, hey, I heard that from you, I think. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, weird. exactly. <laughs> the uh, There's some teams out there. There's a team in the Bronx that ha- you have some guys that have done some things in the past and like... Uh, Talk to him, Jerry. Yeah, like a Domingo Herman type, you know, on the past. Uh, Raldis Chapman. There's just guys in the league. Uh, Trevor Bauer, thank goodness we didn't... By that bull, oh my gosh! But this team is great, and he's a part of it. Yeah, and last year on the whole, he was great. I think he had a better half with the Mets, but still, 130 games last year, 19 doubles, 18 bombs, 73 walks for Dan Vogelback, which is a huge piece of his game, which we're going to talk about. 
a 238 batting average, which was actually a career high, so good for Volgobeck. 360 on base, 433 slug, good for a 128 weighted runs created plus and 1.5 war. Honestly, I feel like I underrate Dan Vogelback in my head a little bit because these are honestly very, very good offensive numbers. And you know what? If you're going to be a DH, especially in this platoon DH, you got to do your job well. And Dan Vogelback did his job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and again, this was a, we talked about it with Nimmo a little bit. With Canna, their patient approach, he fits right into that mold of grinding out a starting pitcher, making you work, getting that pitch count up, and getting into the bullpen because he had, for the Mets strictly, he had 33 walks in yep. 55 games. Out of 183 plate appearances, he walked 33 times. Yep. That's amazing. That's very, very good. And, you know, the Mets had a lot of trade deadline moves last year. I'd say the majority of them didn't get the impact that I think we all wanted, especially you look at Darren Ruff, Tyler Naquin didn't really work out. Dan Vogelback, I think you can definitely consider a, a success, especially because he has this extra year of control. So he's back with the team again. He's the side of the DH platoon that we all feel like is going to be a guarantee for this year, you know, barring any long-term slump. It's the other side that I think leaves a lot of question marks, but it also kind of puts the pressure on Dan Vogelback because the Mets have had DH problems pretty much ever since the DH came about in the National League, and there's a lot of pressure on him to kind of be the guy that can be a middle-of-the-order bat that can provide some pop and also still maintain these really high on-base numbers as well. And not to mention, he's been working out at first base quite a bit this yes. spring, showing some versatility. He's athletic, and so he he looks all right over there. He's learning. Um, I'm sure he's played it in the past but he's, he's getting refreshed over there, and the Mets are seeing if they feel comfortable with him at first base, which would be a boon for some flexibility for not only him, but Pete Alonso to get a day off, to, exactly. to go to DH, uh, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, and I mean, Dan Vogelback, you think of him as the, a power hitter kind of guy because of his size, but he is one of the best plate discipline guys in all of baseball. He was in the, 90, uh, the 99th percentile of walk rate last year at the very, very top. He was in the 94th percentile of chase rate, did really well in whiff rate as well. So this is a guy that uh, picks his pitches pretty well. You know, sometimes to a fault, we saw him go down looking a few times last year, but that's going to happen uh, when you have the discipline that Vogelback does. I mean, the walk rate has been insane on him. It's just, does Dan Vogelback have another 30 home run caliber season in him? Because he did do that in 2019 when he was an all-star with the Mariners. Last year, he hit 18. I'd like to see him get into the 20s this year. I'm okay with 18. Do your thing. Keep yep. your at-bat. Keep your approach. His on-base percentage, is, it's a Nimmo like his. It was in 390-something last year for the 360, Mets. 360, yeah. Oh, for the Mets. For yeah, the 393. Mets. 393. You get on base at that really, really high clip, uh, you do however you want, I think, because you have guys that can drive in runs, including yourself, but the lineup is shaped to where everybody contributes, everybody chips in. And uh, we've got some big boppers that can drive you in. Yeah, his 139 OPS plus during his 55 games with the Mets was the highest OPS plus of his career for any team that he played at least 50 games for. So he came to New York. He expressed himself that he loved the vibe of the clubhouse and fit in immediately. And clearly that positively affected his game among all those other factors of why the Mets were so good last year. Um, one thing I think we should mention is that I, an injury history that I was not really made aware of until I read Dalton's notes here, uh, Dan Vogelback has had a consistent injury to his left hamstring. He strained it twice in 2021 and once last year. I'm going to be looking out for that this year as well. That is a major factor into what he did this year in the offseason, why yeah. he came in a little bit more trim. Uh, it was something that he targeted, and hopefully they figured that that out, that formula and he can be healthy the whole the whole season. Yeah, I hope so too, because I think the Mets, you know, we saw the Carlos Correa debacle kind of come and go, and that was going to be the answer for the power bat in the middle of the lineup, or I guess just the impact bat, because as you said before, if Dan Vogelback 
is still the 360 on-base guy, the 390 on-base guy that he was with the Mets. That's very, very valuable to this lineup. You know, Mark Canna expressed wanting to hit more home runs this year. You believe heavy in the Eduardo Escobar bounce back here. And I think Dan Vogelback has the capability to be a 20 home run guy. Are all three of those guys going to click at the exact same time? Maybe, but the Mets can't bank on that. And Dan Vogelback is a piece of that puzzle. So him staying healthy is first and foremost the most important thing to his game. The next step is maybe finding the power stroke, which, you know, City Field, not a very welcoming power, uh, not a very welcoming uh, ballpark for power stroke. But I'm hoping that, you know, they're moving in right field a little bit. Dan Vogelback is a pull hitter. Maybe there's some kind of combination that works there. And plus, I think this will be the first time or in a while that he is securely only going to play against lefties, right. strictly in a DH role where he's not going to accumulate or be expected to play the field, accumulate tons of ABs. Um, I think he's a good fit. Let's get into his projections. Yeah, totally. So for Steamer next year, they have him playing, uh, what is it, 84 games. Oh, that's a little low. I guess they're expecting the platoon split for the DH. That's probably the plan for the Mets as well. 350 plate appearances, 11 doubles, 14 home runs. They're a little bit low there for him. 41 RBI, 41 runs scored, 53 walks. One stolen base? Sneak it. Double steal probably. Hell back The yeah. backside of a double steal. I'm curious <laughs> to see where it lands. I'm very curious. A 220 average, 342 on base, 401 slug, 118 weighted runs created. Plus, <laughs> a positive offensive season, a little lower than I expected. I, I, I'm thrown off by the, the stolen base. That would be the first of his career. I can't career. not mention it. <laughs> it Dude, would be the crazy. first of his career, too. It would be. That's yeah. crazy. That's so funny. Yeah, He hasn't even attempted a steal. If so. you are the catcher that gives up the Dan Vogelback stolen base... What do you do? Where do you, you go you from your there? Cap. James Shields retired after the, the yeah. home run? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I like the projections. 84 games seems way low to me because yeah. he's either going to DH against all the righties or he'll pinch hit if they, you know, if, if whoever is the other side of that platoon right. facing a lefty, whether it's Darren Ruff. When a righty comes in, he's probably going to pinch hit. That would be my assumption. Dan Vogelback, two pinch hit home runs last year. How about that? 901 about OPS that? and 24 plate so appearances. So I expect him to – the plate appearances feel about right to me. Sure. But I expect a lot more games because even if you pinch hit – just the one at bat that's considered a game played. So Yeah, and the Mets cannot find themselves in a position where Dan Vogelback needs to play every day in the first place. His Correct. His splits against lefties last year were just as bad as you might imagine, maybe even worse. A 139 batting average against lefties in 84 plate appearances, a 415 OPS, and a 153 slugging. So the power was completely sapped. Dalton has in our notes that since 2020, Vogelback has one home run against left-handed pitching in 133 plate appearances. So that is clearly not going to be an option for the Mets next year. Yeah, I don't, and they, I don't expect it, and I don't think it's going to be. And one more thing I wanted to touch on about Dan Vogelback's splits, because I think you know we're at the point in his career where we kind of know the player that Dan Vogelback is. He's 30 years old, just turned 30, so happy birthday, Dan. Uh, he was very, very comfortable in the five-hole for the Mets last year. And the Mets you know, kind of had a static top of the uh, stop. Uh, static top of the lineup there. McNeil kind of bounced around between 5th and 6th and 8th. And when Dan Vogelback came over, he was primarily hitting behind Pete Alonso. He had an 806 OPS from that spot, and he was much, much lower from all the spots around it between 3rd, 4th, and 6th in that lineup. So the Mets had a nice righty-lefty, righty-lefty system last year, and I think Vogelback fit really well into it. Most of his pop came in that 5-hitting spot, so maybe he embraced that role a little bit, and maybe he can be the guy that we always talk about as the protector of Pete Alonso in the lineup. I know he's not going to be the 30-home run guy, but he could fill that role pretty well. 
I don't like that, to be honest. I don't. I need some pop behind Pete. I need somebody that's going to. But where are you going to get it? I. That's what I mean. That's a, it. Might be okay because Vogelback's so um, patient. He right. might. You know, they they have a base open to put Pete there. They attack Vogelback, but they didn't attack him, and they push a run across. Yeah, Maybe true. they they fill the bases up. I would love for Pete to be protected by uh, somebody that's got some pop. Carlos um, Correa. Carlos Correa would be nice. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe you know, maybe it's Escobar. Maybe he steps up into that role. You know, maybe th- it is Escobar. But one of these guys, I feel like, will have some sort of power stroke click. Canna Otherwise, type. Cano could as That's- well. We talked a little bit about that on his episode. Yeah. But if any of them are going to click, I feel like Vogelback does have a good chance because he is the one that has demonstrated the 30 home run power capability before. It's just now he's added so much more to his game that maybe he doesn't want to get away from that. But... Do you want to hop to our over-under? I think I find so. It, I find it pretty interesting. I do as well. All right. So Max has it set at a 120 OPS plus. And I'm curious because Dan Vogelbeck's career OPS plus is 108. He was at 125 last year. And he was obviously uh, really, really good with the Mets. He was at a 139. So I guess this is kind of a question of can he maintain the productivity he had in the second half last year? I would like to change that line if you're if I would like to make it instead of 125 or 120. I feel like that's pretty high. 120 is high. How about um, we put it at 112.5, like 112.5. So like basically, if he's over it, it's 115. Yeah, um, I would take the over. I think pretty comfortably there. I there? think 125 was a little high, and I probably would have gone under there or 120 even. 112, I think he, he gets in that range for sure. Steamer has him projected at a 118, so I feel comfortable in so that So let's, let's say that 115. 115? All right, is that the final? That's the final. 115 is the over-under on the OPS+. Plus. I'm going to take the over. I'm not sure that he is the 139 OPS Plus guy that we saw in the second half. Maybe the, uh, the NLEs figures him out a little bit more this year, but at the same time... Dan Vogelback has a solid approach. As long as he stays healthy, I still think the walks will be there. Maybe the power stroke will come a little bit with right field moving in. I like him at right around a 120, maybe a little bit under it. I'm going to take the over as well. Okay. Um, I think I think I, I, I th- that's about right where I slot him in. I think that was the borderline. But I do think they keep him, and what Buck has done so well is put players in a position to be successful, yep. and he is most successful against right-handed pitching. And I don't expect him to see any lefties for the, for the most part because they have so many guys that they can take off the bench that need some at-bats that are right-handed. I think the fact that he only faces uh, righties is, is going to be a big bonus for him. Yeah, and it's going to be the question of who fills the other side of the role. Is it Mark Vientos? Is it Darren Ruff on the redemption tour? Is it Tommy Pham, who maybe isn't the fourth outfielder? One of those guys has to work out. Otherwise, that kind of puts Dan Vogelback in a very, very tough spot where he's probably being asked of more than he probably expected going into this season. But in the perfect scenario, Dan Vogelback is the righty DH or against right-handed pitching. And things go just as well as they did last year, which I'm very much hoping for for Dan Vogelback. Here's a question. If it was 120, do you take the over? Under. Okay, because I take the under there too. So I like the 110 range. Okay. Yeah, that kind of range for him. Also, oh, it's not a contract year. I thought it might have been. But Dan Vogelback playing for some value in the years coming. So you never know. Yeah, and, and there. a spot to fill on a very competitive ball club to possibly win a World Series. Is yeah, a big and this deal. Is, I'm happy for him because this is the first real – competitive playoff team that he's been on in his entire career. You know, they had some Seattle years where they were in that playoff drought, had Milwaukee in 2021, but they fizzled out at the end there. 
Pirates last year. So Dan Vogelbach got a real shot to play some meaningful October baseball this year. I think the 2020 Milwaukee Brewers were very... 2020. I mean, still, it's different. But this is a big deal for him. Did they this make is, it? I don't remember. It doesn't even count. 2020 didn't exist That's for me. That's what I'm saying. But we are ready to move on. I think that's I think it. We're, I think we're all done with Dan Vogelback. Uh, shout out him. Hopefully he has a good year. But that'll do it for this episode of Player Profile and Projections. Ryan, hit our music as always. Guys, it. we'll see you tomorrow for another episode. Tune in tomorrow. And in the meantime, let's go Mets. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>